hey guys, let's talk about sex. Let's talk about good effing sex. You know what good sex to me is? I'm going to tell you. It is when my guy comes at the same time as I do. Okay, that to me is top of the mountain. But it rarely happens. And that's because there's an orgasm gap. Women take a little bit longer to come than guys. It's true. And that's why you need to get yourself some Promescent Delay Spray. Promescent's Delay Spray is the only clinically proven delay spray that is going to make you last longer in bed without you having to worry about lasting longer in bed. And that's because it is not going to totally numb you out and it's not going to transfer to your partner. Promescent also has a whole line of female products. I use their warming gel. They just sent me a whole stash of it because it's like my fave. They sell lube, they sell condoms, they sell sex toys, and just for listening to my show, you're going to get 15% off your whole order. Not just 15% off one thing, 15% off everything. So all you got to do is go to delayspray.com. Use my code strictlyanon15. That's strictlyanon15. Use it at delayspray.com. Or just go to the description, click on the link, and 15% is going to be automatically applied at checkout. Thanks, Promescent, for sponsoring my show. Welcome to the Strictly Anonymous Podcast. Conversations with online strangers. We place ads online. Craigslist is definitely the gift that keeps on giving. Real people respond. You go to Singapore or Thailand. You can't not do it. The temptation is just too much. Real problems. Does your friend know that you're banging her? No, he has no idea. And anything goes. Motto of the show. Let your grief flag fly. Probably the only good advice I'll ever give you is to rehide your whips and chain. Here is your host, Kathy. Hey, welcome to the Strictly Anonymous Podcast with Kathy. If you want to be on the Strictly Anonymous Podcast, if you have an interesting life or a secret life or a fetish that you want to call in and talk about while remaining anonymous, I change everybody's voices. You make up a fake name. You could be on the show. Send me an email uh, at strictlyanonymouspodcast at gmail.com. You could go to my website, strictlyanonymouspodcast.com and click on be on the show. Or you can follow me on Instagram or Twitter and you could DM me there on Instagram or Twitter. Follow me at strictanonymous. That's at strictanonymous. All of this information will be in the description. If you want to call in and just confess something on my confessions line, I change everybody's voices there too. You could do that as well. The number is 347-420-3579. That's 347-420-3579. Okay, and today I have on a guy named Kyle. Now, Kyle has done a lot. Okay. <laughs> and he got a late start. He was married for a very long time. And then when he got divorced, he wound up getting into the swinger lifestyle. And, uh, you know, when I say he got into the lifestyle, he did everything and everything. <laughs> and then some. And, you know, he went into details. Now, I feel like a lot of times on my show, I'm cock blocking like the hot stories or you get like one or two of them. But I'm like a- a- asking so many questions that, you know, it's not just like a bunch of hot stories. But in this one, I don't ask that many questions because he just had a million stories to tell. 
He was very graphic in his stories. And uh, I let him do his thing. So all you people that are looking for those kinds of stories, you're going to get tons of them in this one. It's just one crazy story with tons of hot details after another. Okay, like this guy went to swingers parties and he met the swingers couple who had interracial BBC orgy parties and that he went to and then he started meeting women who he dated and he had long term affairs, you know, relationships with them. And he became a cock and they became a hot wife and there were gangbangs and all kinds of crazy threesomes and double penetrations and all kinds of shit that went down. I think at one point the police show up, (laughs) but you're going to have to wait to hear that story that's towards the end. But trust me, you're not going to mind listening to the whole thing because like I said, this guy has, it gets very specific. He's very graphic uh, and I just let him do his thing. And I think a lot of you will be happy about that. So anyway, I'm going to be right back on with Kyle. This is the Strictly Anonymous Podcast. Hi, Kyle. Welcome to the Strictly Anonymous Podcast. How are you this morning? Doing great. I'm glad to be here. I'm glad you're here because you have a lot of interesting stories to tell me. <laughs> I mean, I've the, been told I have I have a book. Yes, you definitely do. I mean, it winds up with the police. Okay, there's a. <laughs> I love that story. But, All right. Yeah, that not many people have heard that one because it's too crazy. <laughs> yeah, we're gonna end with that one, right? But why don't you just start from the beginning? I mean, you have been there, done that, um, and I'm just wondering how you got into the lifestyle. Okay. Um, at like my mid to, I guess it was like 43, got separated, had a good sex life with my wife. Marriage ended for other reasons. And I decided to sow some wild oats and seeked out uh, Hispanic women initially. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I, I thought they were crazy, but I soon found that they were um, a little too jealous for the things that I wanted to try. Okay. Put it mildly. Uh-huh. So when um, you say though, but so when you say I, I, I heard, I thought that they were crazy. You mean crazy like in bad, crazy good? I don't know. Is that what you're saying? Uh, passion, passionate is yeah. the word that yeah. I sh- should have used. Yeah, and, yeah, yeah. and but uh, it's just sometimes a little too passionate. Um, mm-hmm. And I <laughs> was not ready to get back into a a, a one-on-one relationship. I wanted to in, in, enjoy everything I could. Okay. So I did go on a on a Craig. The first time I did anything like this was on a when I found a couple on Craigslist in the next town mm-hmm. um, who were looking for somebody to have a threesome with, um, and met them at their house for the first meeting. Um, and the guy who answered the door was six foot five. And I'm sitting there going, okay, what the hell am I getting myself into? I've never done anything like this. Mm-hmm. Um, went, they lived in a nice neighborhood, went into their house, and she's there in a little tiny sundress and nothing else. Really cute blonde lady, probably in her early 40s, maybe late 30s. Um, and he got his drinks, and we started playing pool. And within 10 minutes, she's on the table, and I'm eating her out on the pool table and he's serving us drinks. Um, <laughs> he wasn't a true cuckold, but he, he, he got involved as well. But majority of the time he, he's, I 
I'm a gentleman, um, a perverted one, but I'm a gentleman. Um, and I was just asking him what, you know, what can I do or can I do? And, let, mm-hmm. and she was actually pretty quiet, which uh, isn't the greatest, but she was reasonably quiet and he was kind of the director of the whole thing. Right. And we had, she uh, blew me on the bar stool next to the pool table with him sitting there talking to me and, uh, you know, asking how she is and how good she, she is. And then we, from there, moved into the bedroom. Um, he had cameras set up in the bedroom. See, obviously he'd done this a few times before. And mm-hmm. I later found out from, from people in the swing lifestyle down here that, uh, She's a regular on the, uh, I guess you'd call it the hot wife uh, circuit. Oh, okay. Um, but had had a wonderful time with, with her, and we actually, it's my first time with double penetration. I, I was inside, of she was on top of me, and he got into her ass, which he lasted about one minute. Uh-huh. Um, and, and then we... Uh, uh, probably with them for an hour and a half or so of just just fun sex. Um, and that led to, I was probably with them three or four times, mm-hmm. um, always filmed. They actually had a bedroom set up in their house that was strictly for that purpose, um, which was kind of initially shocking, but it was just the two of them in the house and they had four bedrooms. So one bedroom was set up for her uh, adventures with other men. Right. And you were totally okay with being filmed? Like, did that freak you out at all as far as like, what if this got out or someone saw me? I, uh, in the back of my mind, I'm going, eh, this isn't good. But in the front of my mind, going, I don't care. And I, I, I trusted them, which turned out fine. Right, right, that's uh, cool. Because they said to me beforehand that, that we only use this for our own purposes mm-hmm. and that we get off on watching it afterwards. Um, and I, I try, blindly trusted them. Mm-hmm. Um, and it, it wasn't a problem in the future. If I, looking back on, and and honestly, I don't care. <laughs> I don't. My parent parents have died. My you know, it, it it doesn't bother me. I'm, I guess I'm somewhat of an exhibitionist, and it, and it it doesn't bother me. The only thing would be my kids, and yeah. uh, and who are now in their twenties. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I don't see where they would even find that. Um, and I'm a, obviously an open person, and I don't. I, I if it was out there on one of these uh, video sites, I, I really don't care. I've never seen a tape with that couple with other couples. Yes. And, and with, and later on, as I morphed into being cuckolded myself, I, I filmed it almost every time. Right. Okay. Right. Um, mm-hmm. Cause so it was a turn on to be filmed. I, I could understand that, you know, uh, hugely. Mm-hmm. It, it, it's, and it's a, it's a turn on to watch it afterwards. Of course. Uh, that, yeah. Probably more more so than anything. Mm-hmm. So that couple you're seeing um, like three from, or four times. So from there. Saw them three or four times and I not sure why or how it ended, but it just, I guess naturally ended. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I, I joined a site called, uh, SDC, which is, you've probably heard of swingers date club. It's called. No, I um, never heard of that one. Really? Well, in Florida, they're, they're really big. Uh, probably the biggest of all the swinger sites and met a couple um, who wanted to have someone have sex with his wife while he watched. Um, I 
met them at a bar in Fort Lauderdale and like a, a rooftop bar. Older couple, probably I'd say late fifties, early sixties. He was a stockbroker, lived on the ocean, very wealthy. Um, she was a secretary and their whole thing as I got to know them was they liked to turn their whole dynamic as a couple to the around that he was very much dominant in the business world yeah. and in the relationship, but in their sex life, she was dominant and got whatever she wanted. And he was there just to watch. Mm-hmm. And she soon learned to love this. And, uh, the first night I was with them, I was, the three of us were sitting in a booth, uh, making out with his wife. He's sitting next to us. I'm fingering his wife under the table. Um, and then they decide, let's, let's get out of here. And we went and they had valet parking. He went and got the key. Me and his wife got in the back seat right in front of the valet parker. He got in the front (laughs) and I'm making out with his wife. And we just drove around Fort Lauderdale with her blowing me (laughs) and him watching in the rearview mirror. Right. Um, For a while, found the parking space somewhere and I came all over her breasts. And this was a first for me. He she leaned up to the front seat and he licked all of my cum off of her breast. He was, he sounds like a true cock, right? Uh, completely. Mm-hmm. Yes. I, I, I'm friends with them now. Yeah. Like, and, and through this and, and yes, he's completely a cock. Yeah. And they actually run uh, big black cock parties in the area about one a quarter every, like four of them a year. Oh. And then, they invited me to that, which I'm like, A, I'm not black. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I, yes, I'm luckily luckily endowed. And she's like, oh, you're as big as them. You'll be fine. And and so I went to the party by myself. I was a, a, a white guy. Um, walked in and it was like beyond a porno movie. It was really? just all out wonderful paganism um, with probably and this is i these stories are not exaggerated at all probably 30 black guys there wow and maybe eight to ten wives there either almost always with their husband mm-hmm. um and uh walked in met a girl there who's uh just was sitting talking to her and she's topless just wearing a pair of panties and i asked if you know, if if we could go into like they just had beds all over the living room. It was catered too. They had they had a full they had a bartender. They had catered food, hot food. They had a whole area where people just sitting eating hors d'oeuvres and mm-hmm. drinking cocktails, while somebody's in the next room with an eyesight with three guys screwing her. Right. Um, so I met this lady. I'm talking to her. I think we're getting along. And I said, well, do, do you want to go in the back room? She's like, no, no, I've already been with eight people. I'm a little tired. I'm like, it's <laughs> nine o'clock. Like, oh, my God. What time did you start? <laughs> and her husband then jumped in. Her husband, who was carrying a uh, like a fanny pouch mm-hmm. with lube, wipes, and oh my God. Hilarious. 40 condoms. He was just there, like, feeding guys condoms while they're fucking his wife and uh can't she, later on, shit I up. later on mm-hmm. no, 
that's the title of my book. Yeah, exactly. Because <laughs> <laughs> I've only told a couple of my friends these stories because most of them would go, what? Yeah, yeah. Uh, and initially they'd all, they'd all go, oh, you're lying. And then eventually they're like, oh, my God, your stories are real. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know? And I'm like, yes, I've been telling you that. So later on, I saw her with four different guys. I, the only thing I got while I was there, because the wives there wanted black guys. That's right. a, a, a taboo. It's a thing. There's multiple reasons for it. Uh, and I'm not in the slightest bit racist, but it's, I find it wonderful and it's good for them. Yeah. But I was on the outs there um, and I watched some amazing stuff going on, uh, some amazing women. There was, and the amazing part is that they they rent a house for a weekend, like an Airbnb, and he said, this is a mansion in Fort Lauderdale. Yeah. And they rented out Friday and Saturday night. Mm-hmm. They had parties both nights, and four of the women went both nights. Wow. And I'm like, you you just banged 10 guys, <laughs> and yeah. you're back the next night? Like, there's no, like, like rest period or anything? Yeah, that's crazy. There, there were a couple of the women flew in from other states. Good news. Strictly Anonymous Podcast is looking for people to call into the show. So if you lead an interesting, naughty secret life that you want to talk about while remaining anonymous or not anonymous, if you're out and proud, that's cool too. Send me an email, strictlyanonymouspodcast at gmail.com. That's strictlyanonymouspodcast at gmail.com. Or go to my website, strictlyanonymouspodcast.com. Dot com and click on be on the show. If you have a short confession that you want to get off your back, call my confessions hotline 347-420-3579. That's 347-420-3579. You could call that number 24-7. I change all the voices on the confessions too. So you remain anonymous. The number, the website, and the email address will all be in the description. So there, the word there must be some sort of underground word on the street, or right that 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 because how are people finding out about this from another state? I guess maybe on the site SDC through, through the site through the SDC site, um, and they and he the guy the husband of mm-hmm. the girl who I was with and who they're in charge of the whole thing. Um, he vets everyone. He makes sure that these are the people he wants. He he explains to them what this is about, explains to them how they're to behave. Right. Um, make sure that the cops don't come because there's literally, they, they had valet parking from a parking lot like a quarter mile away. So they, <laughs> you met there and he had yeah. these. I don't know if these kids knew what they were valet parking for, Exactly, but they were driving all these women over there who are wearing lingerie um, and like something over it to cover it, but literally not not much of anything else. Mm -hmm. Um, And all sorts. There was a girl there who was maybe 26 um, with her boyfriend and she sat there the whole night and watched. And you could see in her eyes that she's like, wow, this is amazing. But she was afraid to jump into it. Mm-hmm. And near the end of the night, she did. And all of a sudden, she's got three guys all over and she's in rapture. She was just loving it. Oh, so she did wind uh, up engaging after a while. Yeah, she did. Mm-hmm. You could see it in her face. She was watching and she was just <laughs> trying to figure out how do I get into this or right. or should I get into this? And, and uh, most of the people were into this lifestyle or more in their 40 to 60 range anyhow. But, it, but there was all ages and, mm-hmm. and they, 
these people have become like the in this area that they were known as having these quarterly amazing parties at nice houses with good food, with drinks. And, and there were nice people. I mean, I met, I met a guy who I used to play tennis with <laughs> and I'm looking oh at him and I'm going, how do I know you? No, he was a, he was a black guy there as, as a bull. Oh, um, hilarious. You know, Totally cool about it. No embarrassment whatsoever, which there shouldn't be because we're both at the same thing. Exactly. <laughs> you know, we're uh-huh. not. Uh, we're not there. Where that's the the reason we're there. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I I I went to another party. I probably went to four of those, and I brought women the other three times. And I brought this. I brought a uh, girl who could only be described as a a, a Jewish. A librarian. I mean, that's what she looked like. <laughs> I believe it. That's but what I've learned she, from my show. <laughs> yeah. But but completely wild yeah. and brought her to this party and we're actually just sitting around with another couple and we ended up playing with them and they were a little a little mellow and we weren't really into them and then uh, we went into another room, the two of us, and a guy approached her. We'll call her, uh, we call her uh, the Jewish Mary. librarian. Uh, <laughs> yes. Okay. We'll stick to. We'll yeah, leave the I name like it. Though. Yeah. And he approached her, and he was completely naked, large dick hanging out. And she looked at me and said, "Can I?" And I said, "Absolutely. That's why we're here." Yeah. And she immediately got on the bed, started blowing him. Um, he ended up. Uh, within minutes fucking her there was another guy a younger guy probably 23 or so and she was i don't know 42 Mm -hmm. and he starts fucking her mouth which she has the best head on earth Uh, and he came in a minute Mm -hmm. literally a minute because i remember she looked up at me and smiled and goes he just came in my mouth in one minute and she was proud of herself and then she's she's with three guys for like an hour um, and I'm there watching, mm-hmm. you know, once in a while ju- jumping in, but I, I learned that I loved watching. I loved watching her come. I loved watching her just, and this is the first time she'd ever done anything like this. And she loved it. Mm-hmm. Absolutely loved it. And, uh, I remember leaving there and asking her, well, what do you think? She said, when's the next one? Wow. And did you and meet like, her okay. as well on SDC? I mean, because where do you meet a Jewish librarian that's down for that? No, I met her in a regular dating site, and we we were dating. We were both very open sexually. She had been in a couple threesomes with women, mm-hmm. uh, like two women and a man, yeah. um, and but nothing wild. But we had talked about these things, and she wanted to try it, and, and uh, she said when we we're going into it that I, you know I don't know if I'll. Engage. Get involved, yeah. but I want to see what it's like. And it was all you know, pretty high end. And again, the same thing, like valet parking from somewhere to the house and a nice house, <laughs> yeah. and nice people. And uh, she loved it. Um, had it had a wonderful time with her. We ended up going to a swingers club with her as well, which she um, told me that she didn't need pussy. And within a half hour, she was in not even in the play area she was at the bar with her legs spread on a bar stool with the woman eating her out and and uh the librarian was a squirter too so she was having a wonderful time with this woman so even though she did threesomes with women before she had never gone down on them 
No, she's what do they call it? A pillow princess. Right, 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 right. So she likes for them to come. Being, okay. Uh huh. Yeah, had no interest in it before, and now, and now, and I still talk to her once in a while. We dated for probably a year, um, and she very hypersexual person. I mean, I literally would go to the supermarket with her and she'd take her pants off on the way home and finger, see how many orgasms she, she could get before she got to the house. Right. You know, and I'm like, it's like, it's like four miles. Like, like it's not worth it. And she's like, mm-hmm. yes, it is. And I'm like, oh, okay, why, why am I arguing against this? <laughs> right. Um, but she's now into, uh, very much into being tied up, um, and a whole, uh, fetish scene of, of that that's her thing is being tied up and lightly whipped and we we talk once in a while but uh, we enjoyed our time together and just decided to to move on mm-hmm. um but th- where where it gets really interesting is when uh, i kind of switched over to the other role of uh having a relationship with someone who, which was a real relationship a loving relationship that uh, and sharing her. And mm-hmm. I met her on a dating site, and we'll call her uh, Doreen. Okay. Um, and she, we, uh, I, she knew before we even met, she, I explained to her my whole past and what I'd been into and what uh, I'm not saying I want you to do all this stuff, but I'm just telling you up front because I don't want to shock you and I don't want you to run for the hills and I want you to know that this is a part of me that, that uh, I highly enjoy with no guilt. Mm-hmm. Um, so for probably, let's see, probably six months, we talked about it. She researched what male, male female, male threesomes, cuckolding, and she was trying to wrap her head around. She honestly said she'd never even heard of anything like that. She's a very sexual person, but it's always just been with one person. Right. Um, and got to the point that she said she'd try it. Mm-hmm. And I really did not push her. I, I threw it out there and said, if you want to do it, I'm 100% there. But it's it's up to you. And we went on and we made a, a profile on SDC for both of us looking for a guy. Mm-hmm. Um, and she's, we both started talking to people as you obviously get approached when you throw something out there that you're looking for a guy to screw your wife or a girlfriend. Um, and she got along with one guy, gave him her phone number and the two of them text with, well, I was in the, they were always group texts with the three of us and the two of them started getting erotic about it and talking about what they wanted to do with each other and that that she was getting really wet while texting with him and and uh one day came home from work and she said let's i spoke to him and he wants to meet us tonight right so it's going to go down and this is the first time you're doing it with someone you care about right i mean because you've been single this whole yes, time which is which is i mean i cared about these other people but it, but it was it was a it wasn't it was romantic. a sexual relationship. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah, it wasn't. It wasn't romantic at all. So I said to her, "I said, you're positive you want to do this?" And she said, "Yes." And so she said that she'd spoke to him, that she was going to ask me if we could meet tonight and to figure out a place. So I texted him and said, "Let's meet at so and so, and like literally a couple miles from our, our house." Um, and we met him there, and the. It was, I think it was early. I think it was like five or six o'clock, and it was just like a, a small bar, and we're the only ones there. Mm-hmm. 
so he he walks in, sees her. She's very cute. I, again, I don't know. I must have a thing about sundresses, but she's wearing a sundress <laughs> and nothing else. Mm-hmm. Well, it's and, Florida. it is Florida, right? And, you have mentioned Florida a couple times, so. Uh, yes, it's, yeah. it is always hot. Yeah. So um, we, you know, we three of us are sitting at a table, and very quickly, each of us has a. She's between us. Each of us has a hand on her thigh. Um, and within, I mean, just having like normal conversations and talking about like, you know, and she was explaining that this is her first time and, you know, within five minutes, both of her hands are meeting at her pussy. Um, and I kind of backed off and let him play, play with her pussy. And she's just sitting there looking at me with a big, huge smile on her face. And she was attracted to him. And, and you know, sometimes you see pictures and they look completely different in person, which this wasn't the case. It was a, she has a thing for bald Hispanic men. So that's who she picked out. Mm-hmm. Um, a retired cop, you know, and is younger than her. She was probably 50. He was probably 42, 43. I went to the bar to get drinks, um, sat at the bar watching the two of them as they're playing with each other and um, really didn't care that the people in the, in the bar, they were the only other people in the bar was the two bartenders. The place hadn't, nothing was happening there yet. Went back there and I could see that she was stroking on his cock through his pants and whispered to me that he's rock hard um, and basically said, okay, let's go and let's get a hotel room. So we said to him, are you fine with that? And he said, absolutely. And follow us to this hotel. So we went to a hotel, maybe a mile away, walked into the, the, uh, the reception desk area with both of us with our arms around her. It was obvious what was going to happen and which she <laughs> found really a turn on to know that other people knew that she was just going to get banged by two guys. Yeah. 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 Okay. Um, uh, booked a room, parked the car and went up into the room and she, she took over. Um, she decided this was about her, which it is. Um, that's the way I look at it and said, you go sit on the bed and you, uh, his name was angel said, you sit on the chair and got down on her knees and took his pants underwear off and just started blowing him right in front of me. Mm-hmm. And while I'm sitting on the bed watching and I was starting to take my clothes off and she's like, no, 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 this, to start out, this is me and him and you're just watching, don't even touch yourself. And just passionately was sucking his cock and just really getting into it. Um, for quite a while and not allowing me to be involved, which to me, I found out at that time, I really liked <laughs> to be teased like that. Mm-hmm. Um, and, uh, led to, you know, her, him putting her on the bed right next to me. Um, at that point she had no clothes on and him just eating her out till she came all over his face. Uh, she's also a squirter. I luckily have a thing for squirters. Um, and, uh, led into a wonderful time. I mean, the, the, the biggest thing I remember was the first time that he got inside of her. Um, and he's laying on his back. She got on top of him, reached down, grabbed his cock, just rubbing it up and down her clit and then just held it and, and, 
and slid down on him and just started fucking him, like mm-hmm. fucking him like a porn star. Um, and you know, this is a person who's a, a nurse and, um, you would, you'd have no idea in public that that's what she was into. And it's wonderful. Um, it was a lot, it was, it wasn't, I mean, from then on in, I was, I was watching at times, but I was always, if she was fucking him, she was blowing me at the same time. We you got involved. Um, you didn't yeah, just sit there like, like there a, cop. a one, Right. No, no. At that time, I didn't know that uh, that would be such a turn on to me. It, it was like she she learned that that's I think that's what turned her on was to have me watch her mm-hmm. with another person. Right. Um, and she um, we double penetrated her, mm-hmm. which was the first time for her, me on the bottom. And I happened to be really thick and luckily hung. And I've never been in her ass because it's just. It doesn't work. Um, so she's on top of me, facing me, and he's he's fucking her in the ass, and she's literally looking in my eyes um, as he's going. He's she's being double penetrated, and she's came within a minute of the two of us being inside of her, um, which she had never tried before, never even thought she would try before. Um, at that point. He went and took a shower. We were just like laying around talking and um, and came back out and and started. Neither of us had come and and uh, started fucking her missionary. Um, and then the two of us were laying on the bed, and she was blowing both of us with both of her at this like back and forth and back and forth. Um, till both of us came all over her breasts and which was really sexy because he came first all over her breasts and then she's blowing me with his cum all over her breasts, mm-hmm. which I later found out in our relationship that that's a huge one for her is, is a watching a guy jerk off and be what making him come or watching him come on her. She, she was always a fantasy of hers that she never did to be covered with cum by multiple men, which she, Always thought it would just be a fantasy, but but that's a whole other story I'll get to. Um, but with, with him, it was a one-time thing, um, and we never we never met him again. She spoke to him a couple of times. Well, I shouldn't say it. she reached out to him to meet again a couple of weeks later, um, and he like let us on, let us on, and then then like the day before, said sorry, I can't make it. Mm-hmm. So that was like an immediate. We're never even going to speak to you again because what? Why? Like, if this is what you want to do, you'll find a way to do it. Um, and it, it just, I mean, she had, had, I mean, we both work, we have lives, and we planned out everything to meet this guy at a hotel and have a great time, and we had to cancel all this stuff. So she, rightfully so, said, I'm sorry, we're, you're done. Mm-hmm. You're never seeing you again. So I had met a guy... Um, at a New Year's Eve party who told me he was a swinger and told me what he was into. And so I reached out to him and said, look, dude, would you like to meet with us? Hey, guys, let me tell you about the best sex toy for guys. Okay, I always felt a little sorry for guys because I didn't feel like there was any really good toys for you guys out there. But now there's the Tenuto 2 vibrator for men by Mystery Vibe. The Tenuto 2 is the only wearable 
flexible vibrator made for men with women in mind. And that's because the Chinuto 2 has four perfectly placed motors that are not only going to vibrate you in all the right places, it's also going to vibrate your girl in all the right places. There's also eight preset vibes, 16 intensities, and there's an app that goes with it so you can customize your whole experience. The Chinuto 2 is also great for solo play, okay? You want a hands-free orgasm? I mean, <laughs> who wouldn't want one? You need to get yourself a Tenuto 2, and you're gonna get 15% off when you use my code STRICTLY15 at mysteryvibe.com. That's STRICTLY15 at mysteryvibe.com. You're gonna get 15% off, so go to mysteryvibe.com, Use my code STRICTLY15 or just click on the link in the description and 15% is going to be automatically applied at checkout. Thanks, Mystery Vibe, for sponsoring my show. He lived in Miami. So we there's, a, there's actually a hotel down there that caters to uh, people who cheat. <laughs> they have uh, garages. No way. What's the name um, of that hotel? Under, uh, I can't remember the name. It's in, in uh, South Miami uh-huh. in the middle of nowhere. And they have garages underneath the uh, the hotel room so you can park your car and never get out of the car. Um, they they had a sign there that said you can't have group sex there, but which we were initially were going, okay, this is going to be a problem. So we told him to meet us there and he had heard of it before. And I don't remember, he might've even told me about it. I probably did. He's, I don't know how I'd find out about it. Um, and we met him like a block away and she had never met him before. I, I knew him. And for some reason we just clicked. We just were, you know, we're, uh, got along really well. And he followed us there. Uh, we both went into, we parked in the garage. He parked down the street and walked into our garage. And that was the first time that uh, Doreen had met him. Um, again, a bald Hispanic guy covered with tattoos, wonderfully nice guy. He's actually a uh, emergency room nurse. Um, and went up to the room, which was set up strictly for sex. Mirrors on the ceiling, on the wall, uh, good lighting, furniture, a see-through shower. It was it's complete sex hotel. And we're just talking and what turned Storina is kissing. And uh, he said, do you mind if I kiss you? And I, I'm literally sitting behind her. And, and again, she was on a bar stool and he's kissing her. And he went and sat down and I, she sat up in the bar stool and I pulled her legs open and he got down on his knees and just started eating her out while I'm holding her from behind. Um, they went and got on, on the bed. We brought some toys and, he took the glass dildo and was driving her out of her mind. Uh, as she said, there's no one has ever eaten her pussy like he did. And, and I just sat there and filmed and watched him eating her out. And I think she came four times that night. She came 20 times in like, it was in like two hour period. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, I know because I, I filmed the whole thing, um, and she just kept just saying how amazing he was, how he's devouring her pussy, how good he was. And uh, even through in a few, you need to learn from him. Watch what he's doing. 
uh, fucking her with the glass dildo, licking her, uh, which led to we also double penetrated her with him, um, did everything you can imagine. There was one point he was fucking her doggy style and she was literally, her head was on the bed and her butt up in the air and he's just fucking her like standing up pretty much mm-hmm. and she's just yelling at me he's, he's so deep in my pussy he's so deep in my pussy it's so amazing and she'd take a break once in a while but just wanted more and more and we we're both both fucking her both licking her pussy both having she's sucking off both of us um and just had an amazing time it was just fun erotic wild um and he he was like a guy that we'd hang out with. I mean, he was just an, a, a good person. Mm-hmm. And she ended up she ended up being with him five times. Um, one time we went. To, this is a good one. We went to a sporting event, which I won't name, um, to watch on TV at a uh, Mexican restaurant. And we brought him with us, and this was all my like regular friends, and introduced him as someone that that Doreen worked with mm-hmm. and we're sitting there having drinks, eating dinner, watching this sporting event. And, uh, her hand is under the table, rubbing his cock the whole time. Um, and we kind of ditched out right before it ended and no one knew anything other than that. This was a guy who worked because she works in the medical field as well. This was a guy she worked with. Mm-hmm. And we get out. We get out to the uh, parking lot, and we lived about six miles from there. And she got in the car with him, which there were some other friends leaving at the same time. And I said, "Well, why don't you drive with him, and then he can, you can show him where we live." But she had whispered to me that she wanted to suck his cock on the way home, and that's so she asked to go in his car with him. So they drove in front of me. And she's blowing him on on the way to our house. Mm-hmm. Um, by the t- time he got to the house, obviously the, everyone's worked up. And I passed them at one point on the road and could see her blowing him while driving down a busy road in the middle of the day. Um, got to our house. They went out in the back porch. She actually said, you need to stay inside and watch and told me to close the door. And she's in a... Uh, and one of her patio chairs, her legs spread wide, and he's just going to town eating her. Um, and she's looking me in the eye and just saying, don't come out here, as he's just going going wild on her. Um, now, how which did led you... to an absolutely wonderful afternoon. <laughs> yeah, I get it. But, I mean, these are all very specific details for the sex part, and I get that people are going to love it, right? Because normally I cock block these stories, you know, you're just going on and on. But what I want to know is like, you know, because this was the first time that you were with a woman who you really cared about. So and I'm assuming that like you realized that this was something that you were totally into and there was and you weren't jealous at all. No, mm-hmm. no, I, I literally uh, the jealousy. I, I've, I don't know if I learned to do this or if it is natural. It, it was a turn on. Yeah. It was a turn on to see her turned on. It was a turn on to see her becoming this, you know, wonderful, wild, sexual woman. And it didn't matter if it was with him. Mm-hmm. Um, and I and I've also had confidence in our relationship and in myself that she was 
going to be with me. She was, you know, staying with me and she finished with me. Um, and I, I didn't, I didn't have any jealousy, like I, none at all. Right, right, right. So you were, um, how long did you date her? Are you still with her now? No, we dated for about six years mm-hmm. and we just ended last summer over uh, nothing to do sexually. It was some other things uh, that, mm-hmm. that ended our relationship, but uh, uh, it's going to be hard to top because it, uh, our sexual relationship was just out of this world. Right. Um, so what... Even just together, yeah. just together, the two of us, mm-hmm. we just hit it off that way. Um, but um, I, at the time, yeah, I thought we'd be together forever and I thought we'd, you know, play these games forever. And it was, it wasn't like we did it every week. It was like maybe every three or four months mm-hmm. um, that, yeah, and I'd let her, I let her, you know, if she like, uh, well, that's not a good story. Once we had a party once and uh, I had a few too many drinks and went to sleep. She stayed up and cleaned everything up before coming to bed. The next morning I woke up and on the kitchen counter is her vibrator and her dildo covered with her juices mm-hmm. um, with a note that said, I called Edwin and he got me off over the phone. Edwin's the guy that we, she was with five times. Oh, okay. Um, and right. she, she said, you, you were out of it. I was really horny. And she said, do with it what you want. And she loves she that was a, a thing that she discovered that I love too that she would fuck herself with toys and then leave them out for me to lick clean mm-hmm. that was like but something you guys enjoyed was, together yeah I loved it and loved it and she'd sometimes send a picture of me playing with herself or uh, send it to if I was out at work and she'd send me a picture of that but the best one was she told me that um Someone from work was coming over and uh, for dinner and to be home around six and, and grab a six pack on the way home. And when I got there, I walked into the house. Or we lived in a condo um, and she's on the dining room table and Edwin is there eating out her pussy, mm-hmm. um, like literally on the table. She had set the whole thing up and got him to show up and wanted to surprise me with. And, and at that time, she didn't let me touch her till he after he left so he ate her out on the table brought her in the bedroom ducked her for a couple of hours she she loves she he she can't deep throat me so she loves deep throating him um and just had an absolutely amazing time and then i was with her afterwards which she was wild and just uh happy and satiated and for you, it was kind of a turn on to be teased like that, like that you couldn't do anything even though you were super turned on. Kind of. It was a huge turn on. Absolutely right. huge. I mean, I I sat in a chair in our bedroom and watched and she I tried to get involved and she wouldn't let me. She said, I'm busy with him. Go back there and watch. You can stroke yourself and nothing else. Did you ever take her to those BBC hot wife parties, you know, that you... No. That were going she, down with that couple. Uh, well, the, the close we she did have sex with a black guy, which she picked out because mm-hmm. she wanted to try it, and she knew I wanted to see her. That and who was who was an amazing lover, and we had a, a great time with him. Um, just a, a one time thing again, and she, for whatever reason, she could not. She 
just wanted to blow him constantly. She just was passionate about that. And we have a sex swing and she was on that. And I was fucking her while he's, she's blowing him for who knows how long it was just, um, just a, a wonderful time. And then another time, and this is another one that you can't make this shit up. There's a nude beach in Miami that we'd go to just to go to a nude beach. And, um, it was in the winter. And when the sun goes down, the lifeguards leave. So the sun was setting, the lifeguards had gone. There was no one there. And this Jamaican guy had been, what I, I did a couple times. I went into the ocean and hung out there for a while which if a single woman is sitting in a certain part of the beach there, they're approached by people who see if they want to play. Mm-hmm. Um, so this Jamaican guy who was probably six, four, six, five had been flirting with her. And I came back and sat with them and you know, he's naked with his dick hanging out and she's naked and I'm naked. And he was telling us that he's into being with wives um, and she explained that she is as well as into being with men in front of her husband. Um, so as it was getting dark, um, she reaches over and is jacking him off, got him hard and he's got his hand in her pussy and they're both, I'm sitting across from them on a towel, uh, or a blanket and, uh, got a little more passionate to her than we're kissing and playing with each other. And then all of a sudden there's four or five guys around us um, who are, it's a nude beach, so they're naked. Um, and I said to her, I said, are you cool with this? And she's like, yeah, let go ahead, invite them closer. So they all came closer and she jacked the Jamaican guy off till he came on her arm. Um, and then these other guys, three of them came on her chest. Um, Another guy was fingering her. Another guy came on, on her, on her, right on, uh, the beach? on her stomach. Yes, right on the beach. As it, it was just getting dark, there were hardly anyone there, and it's a big beach. It was we were down closer to the water. They we set two umbrellas up so you couldn't see if you were looking from the back part of the beach. Um, and she's covered with cum, got on top of me and fucked me while covered in cum, um, and walked back to the car and drove home. Mm-hmm. Um, so it was something that she always said to me. She just, she loves watching guys jack off and she likes watching guys come. She likes making guys come. She they said when she was in high school, that was her thing. She loved blowing guys and making them come. Right. That was, so thing. this was her thing and that she, uh, enjoyed it. I think in some ways she was, Afterwards, she's like, I can't believe I did this in public, and I can't believe that we didn't get busted. Uh, right. There is with, a getting busted story was, coming up. <laughs> Almost. Uh, yeah, I don't but know. Not, not arrested. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Busted, um, but not arrested. That's what I mean. Almost, yeah. Yeah, but that that one, she was... Was she there I, for it? I shouldn't say regret. Okay. Was she what, for that? Was the, she there with you for that was one? Was she... No, that was a, that was earlier. That was a different person. Okay. Um, but in this case, yeah, there was a part of her that said, "Yeah, we went a little too far on that one." But she did live out her fantasy, which I think her fantasy in her mind was better being a fantasy mm-hmm. um, and not living it out. 
Okay. What? A, okay. Let's get to this story because I feel like you're gonna have a lot of detail. Like there <laughs> is a story that there's like, and it, I, is it at that BBC hot wifing party place that's that always is? Going uh, it before? was the same people. The same people ran this party, but yeah. they had it at a warehouse. Oh, okay. Um, and we were we were given directions a couple of days before of how to get there, and it was in a, a warehouse district, and it was actually a recording studio and a warehouse. It was a big room, and they had like. Uh, it took us a while to even find the place. It was really an obscure area uh, south of Fort Lauderdale near the airport. And um, they had brought in like, I would say, six beds, like king-size beds, and did them up with beautiful sheets on them. And they were they were like four-poster beds. I don't know where they got them from. I don't know if they bought them. And I mean, everyone paid a set amount. Like the guys who were there paid $100, the 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 women paid like 20 mm-hmm. um, and couples paid a certain amount. So I don't know if they used that money to, to, well, you also said that they were wealthy. Right? Uh-huh. Was this the same couple? Uh, yeah. Yeah. And I was just, I mean, I didn't care how they did it. It, it was classy. And uh, the girl I brought to that was uh, a second grade school teacher. <laughs> it was probably in her, mid thirties, I met her on a regular dating site and she started telling me all the stuff that she was into. And I was like, okay, (laughs) this is going to be fun. Um, and our second date was taking her to this party, Mm -hmm. um, which was enormous. I mean, I would say 50 guys there and maybe 15 women. Um, and the, the girl that I was with, uh, Stacy, who's as, as she puts it, sex is her hobby. Like people play, soccer or tennis she loves getting fucked uh, and that's what she does where do you fun. meet these regular uh, girls guys are going to be thinking like where the and, fuck do you uh, meet all these nurses would never imagine you know want to fuck a bunch of people you know librarian you got the uh, nurse now you got the school teacher where do you meet all these girls again like where do you meet her on that website or just a regular dating plenty, app? plenty of plenty of fish a regular dating site okay mm-hmm you find that there are certain, uh, like plenty of fish is a dating site where people answer questions, uh, about their lifestyle mm-hmm. and what they want and need. And they hook you up with people who have similar answers. Right. 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 Mm-hmm. Um, so I knew that if some of them were similar to me and my kinkiness, that yeah. there was definitely, uh, possibilities there. And, and, uh, you know, I'm not going to date somebody who's Amish or something. Um, so, right, uh, right. you know, they were like attracts like. usually very open. Right. Okay. But not, not in a swaying site at all. And uh, she was just like a kid in a candy store. Like she literally went, got on the bed and within minutes had five guys on her. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, I couldn't even see her. And I'm like, I'm like, Stacy, you all right? And she, I, and this is literally the truth. She put her thumb up and said, I'm good. <laughs> Cause you couldn't see anything else of her. These guys were all over her. Um, and this was going on throughout the room. There was, uh, you know, it was just a, it was a giant orgy, but a, a uh, you know, a, most of the guys were black. There were also Hispanic guys or white guys there, but it was, it was more of a what they call a hot wife party that the wife is getting whatever she wants. Mm-hmm. Um, and so we're into the, we weren't even there that long, maybe 45 minutes. And uh, we hear the cops are outside and like somebody like turned the music down and started yelling. The cops are outside. Everyone needs to, uh, you know, 
get their clothes back on. Um, and they wouldn't let the cops in because they really didn't have to. Um, and they're, they eventually, the cops were all sitting around, like pretending there's nothing going on here with six beds there, a bunch of women wearing lingerie, um, and probably 10 cops walked through the warehouse area just looking at everyone. Um, and we're just sitting there going, like, what, how? And I'm thinking, okay, I'm going to jail for whatever. Um, and how is this going to work out? What, what could they possibly arrest us for? And what somebody had been thrown out of the party because they were drunk, um, which they don't want. And that person called the cops on the party. Why? Oh, because they were thrown out. Because they were thrown out and they were pissed and they told the cops that they were charging for beer. Uh, um, so they, the cops came in on the idea that it was they were illegally selling beer without a liquor license, which right. wasn't the case. You, they paid money to go to the party, and they did they sell beer? Yes, because they had beer and soda and water or whatever. Well, actually, they didn't sell. You paid money to get in, and you got whatever you wanted. And in these parties, people don't get drunk. That's not that's not what they're there for. They're there to enjoy themselves. They want to. They want to feel it. They don't want to be drunk. Mm-hmm. And, you, and especially a woman, a woman does not want to be drunk and lose control. They want, they want to be aware of what's going on. So we're sitting there, the cops are walking around and, you know, he could see the look on their face. They were just like, oh, I can't wait till I get home and tell my wife what I did tonight. Mm-hmm. <laughs> what right. I ran into. So they ended up breaking up the party. They just, and they tried arguing like they had, there's nothing, there's nothing we're doing illegal here. It's, it's private. It's, you know, everyone is consenting, but they didn't, you know, they decided they wanted everyone out. We walked outside, there's eight cop cars with the lights going, and there's just this line of people walking between the cars, getting back to their, their own car to go home. And it was just uh surreal night that turned out fine because it didn't end up going to jail. I don't know what charge it would be. And I know that there have been busts on swingers clubs and stuff like that, which ended up, you know, that, that the swingers ended up suing the cops, but uh, it was, it was pretty, it was pretty funny at the time. But um, we're like, if people are listening, I mean, how is it for you? Cause you really like, like flip the switch in your life. You know, here you were a guy who was married up until pretty later in life. I mean, this isn't something that you started, you know, 20 years ago. You were I, married. Started, yeah. I started this when I was 44. Right. Mm-hmm. So, you know, and I mean, and now you know, you're married, you're living a, a fine life with your wife. You guys get divorced for other reasons. You said the sex was fine. You know, you had, I'm assuming you were monogamous during that whole time. And now, you go yeah. with a, a total yeah, yeah, opposite direction. Do you think you'd ever settle down again or would you never be able to be in a monogamous relationship? I'm assuming no, because you like you, you get into the whole hot wifing thing, right? I do. And, and that's a, a, a great question. It was something I always thought about while I was doing these adventures because I was thinking, okay, is, does this mean I can never be in a one-on-one relationship again? That mm-hmm. the only people I can date are people who are into swinging and yeah. into a hot wifing and, and uh, all the other aspects of it. Uh, and, and I did go into the relationship with Doreen with that mentality that look, this is what I've done in the past. And I would love if you join in and do the same things with me. Yeah. Um, and the first few, uh, you know, I, and I, 
you know, it's definitely a, there's definitely a part of my mind going, okay, if you really screwed up your, um, the idea that you can have a regular relationship, uh, but what's regular, that's the other part. And, yeah. um, and with her, we did, uh, with Doreen when I had a regular relationship, I shouldn't say regular, but a, um, just us, you know, she got into the whole point of, of flirting with guys and I, I was completely fine with it. Um, and you know, that the, we never were at like a bar or something and she flirted with somebody and brought them home. That never happened. It was always through a swinger site or through somebody that we'd already met, um, who was into it as well that, that, that we played. And I think she was with five different guys over that time frame. But um, you wouldn't care if a, girl, we, we, if a girl did. I mean, what's the difference? But I mean, to me, like, what what's the difference between her hooking up with a guy when you guys were just out at a bar or meeting him online? Like, is is that a is that a difference to you that you wouldn't dig it if she like? Would that be a problem? Uh, no, but I, I I think it's more um, relaxed for everyone involved if everyone is in that like like it's not somebody who's never done this before. Um, like the, the, the guy that she met, who was the black guy was from Trinidad. Uh, he, he didn't understand the whole, uh, re- dynamic. And he actually asked her to go to the nude beach with him together while I was at work. And I'm like, no, that's, that's not what we're about. Like that, that's not, this is not her like cheating on me. This is the two of us together. It's me watching. It's me being there. It's, it's. It's, it's nothing like cheating. And what about compersion? You did mention in your email, oh, I'm into you know, yes. experiencing compersion. Mm-hmm. Isn't that like the opposite of jealousy, turning it in? Like, what does that mean? Compersion, I never even heard the word till about three or four years ago, mm-hmm. is the turn on that I would get from watching her um, enjoy herself, from right. watching her have orgasms, from watching her being with someone else. Yeah. Um, it, it's a, I don't know, when that word came in being or, or, but it's, it's very true. That's a huge turn on for me. I'm dating someone right now Mm -hmm. who has a pretty wild sexual history, but as of right now, she does not want, certainly does not want to go to a big black cock party Mm -hmm. has told me that Mm -hmm. has, has been with that. But, um, and, and she's, I think we've been together for like three months now and she's starting to understand that my pleasure is pleasing her it's turning her on that that's what i get off on like i explained to her i said anytime you want your pussy eaten just tell me i don't care what's going on if you're watching television if it's right before bed just consider it a coupon that anytime you want it i'm there Mm -hmm. Uh, and she thought it was weird at first but that's what i enjoy i that that's making her come is my, that's my greatest pleasure. But you also like to watch other guys do that. So it's really just seeing her being pleased also from other men as well. You enjoy them pleasing her too. Yes, absolutely. Uh Big time. So this girl Um, has done other things with you, the new one or not yet? Uh, no, no, we haven't done anything on the swinger side. Uh, we've not, you know, we have a good sexual relationship, but at this point she's and and she knows about my past i know about her past um and uh, and she had a uh 11 year sexless marriage like mm-hmm. literally 
didn't, and she was just star. And she's a very beautiful woman. She's a, a yoga teacher. She's in great shape. And she, for the reason of her kids, um, stayed with him with no affection whatsoever. And that ended when her, one of her yoga teachers, um, talked her into going back to his place and she had mind blowing sex with him and then decided, okay, I can't live without this. This is, this is stupid as much as my husband is a friend of mine and, and my kid's father, I can't live my life without passion. Yeah, that's cool. But wait, let me ask you real quick. Cause I'm going to wrap it up. I don't care about her yeah. leaving her husband. Um, <laughs> you know, how do you find these? Like if someone's like, is it the SDC, is it SDC site? You know, how do people get so involved and find out and hear about or get in the know of these kinds of underground sex parties going on. Is it that SD? Would you recommend going and joining people, that uh, People ever, they, they advertise them on SDC. Okay. Uh, there's another site called swingers lifestyle SLS. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, but SLS, SDC yeah. in Florida is a bigger site. It's worldwide and they do advertise these parties, but there's also, yes, there is, is there an underground thing? Yes. Um, and I just happened to meet, people and I you know, personal with them and they've told me, okay, this person is doing that or, and the guy who was the bull for us, Edwin, uh, he's been with loads of couples and he, he's, you know, he's the one who like, he invited us to a New Year's Eve party that was an orgy, mm-hmm. um, which strangely didn't turn out to be that great an orgy, but uh, but he is, there is another, there's a, a lot of these people that their only friends are swinger friends. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, that's what they do on weekends. Um, and the, the other amazing part is if you bring it up to most women, they explain like, wouldn't you like to be with two men or three men? Um, most women, if they're honest, they'll say, yeah, that would, that would be fun. That would be you know, it, and it'd be all about me. It's, it's about empowering the woman and empowering her to get what, whatever she wants. Right. Um, I mean, I, I met, I met one lady, um, and we had wine together and she told me she'd never had a threesome. And I just looked at her and I said, do you want to? And she said, yes. I said, all right, I'll set it up for next Friday. Our second date was her, me and two other men with her and I remember one of the men going well how long have you two been married I'm like we're like married we just met last Friday right. <laughs> you know and mm-hmm. we had this wonderful time with the other two the other two guys who were involved the guy from England and the guy from the islands their wives were there watching yeah, it's crazy this whole underground thing of what people are doing. But listen, I, you know, I could probably talk to you for five more hours, but I have to wind it up right now. But, uh, you know, maybe you call back another time. And Can talk. you help it me write like a book? One story. You could write this book yourself, okay? You just talked for like a whole fucking hour. I didn't have to ask you one question. You could tape it from this, transcribe this episode. You could take it. I don't care. Um, that's your. That's the start of your book, but then have someone write it out and make it 200 pages. Um, but like I said, I'm sure you have more stories for your book. Thank you so much for calling in and telling people all these stories. It was just one hot 
story after another. I typically cock block those things because I like to get like the psychology stuff going down. Like, you know, that's what I'm most interested in. But I know my listeners are going to love all your stories. <laughs> They're going to be a little bit jealous of you probably. Um, and, you know, yes. so thanks so much for calling in and, and sharing them. Greatly appreciate it. I, I enjoy sharing because I most people I can't tell these stories to. Yeah, and you know, I've always been getting pics of my female people, but people are like, why don't you get pics of your guys too? I'm like, okay, I'll ask. I always ask if you want to send in any anonymous pics of yourself, no headshots, no face shots, uh, nothing X-rated or even, you know, or anything. You can uh, send one in to go with the episode, but this will be out soon. So keep stay tuned. Okay, and how will I know when it's out? I'll let you know. I'll. I mean, it'll be in. Uh, you know, okay. either maybe next Wednesday or the following Sunday. All right. And as far as the psychology of it, I'd be interested as well because I've. It initially, I'm going. Why do I like this? And people would ask me that, and I go, I don't know. And now yeah. I think I know. I think it's. I think I understand it more now. Yeah. Well, let's just let this be a standalone because there's so many. I mean, I would have had to do 20 more minutes on the psychology of it. But, you know, we we spent our whole time telling all these stories. Like I said, I normally block all the uh, not block these stories, but I don't you know, it's not I normally do, you know, get a little bit of everything in the show. But you were just going on and on. So I just let you do it because it's like, you know, I'm just relaxing here. having my. <laughs> so it's not bad. People are going <laughs> to love it. So anyway, thank you for calling in and sharing all those and you know like i said maybe we'll do right. a part two all right thank you what do we call all you right. kyle thank you for having me yeah and if you want to send me some pics yes. send me them asap because this will be up soon thanks kyle send it to the email that you yes. emailed me with yes perfect okay all right thank you kyle thank bye. you bye. bye hey everyone thanks so much for tuning in to this week's episode if you want to follow the show, follow me at Strict Anonymous on Instagram or Twitter. That's at Strict Anonymous. If you are on YouTube, make sure to subscribe. I love YouTube as a platform for my show because people comment there and I try to reply back to every single person who posts a comment. So even if you're not listening on YouTube and you want to talk about the show, go to my YouTube channel, subscribe, like, and share my videos. It's Strictly Anonymous Podcast. If you want to sign up for my Patreon, on my Patreon, you are not only supporting my show, but you will get these episodes early, ad-free, and you get to see anonymous pics of my guests. Most of the girls send in anonymous pics and some of the guys send in anonymous pics. So if you want to see anonymous pics of my guests as well as support my show and get these episodes early and ad-free, sign up for my Patreon, patreon.com slash strictly anonymous podcast. That's patreon.com slash strictly anonymous podcast. The link is also in the description below. Thanks so much for listening. Do you have a story, lifestyle, or situation you can't talk about to anyone, to anyone? Or do you just want to let your freak flag fly and be on the show? Well, Strictly Anonymous wants to hear from you. Send us an email, strictlyanonymouspodcast at gmail.com with your story and your anonymous name. And remember, everything is Strictly Anonymous. Strictly Anonymous.